It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glasser. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to sports right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Game Source, the great folks at LakersBall.com, be part of their live game time chat conversation at LakersBall.com, plus the great folks at Lakerholics.com. Check out the great articles and podcasts today at Lakerholics.com. And also our good friends as well at the Hoop Has Podcast Network. And if you can support all that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, we were wondering what kind of effect there would take place after LeBron's 56-point game. What would happen? Is anything going to be hurting heading into San Antonio for the first game on this road trip? And sure enough, the knee ain't feeling so good for LeBron James right now, as he's right now from what reports are saying is he's undergoing, he's experiencing considerable soreness on his knee. So he sat out tonight's game against the San Antonio Spurs. He may be back at the earliest for the Wednesday game, but that's kind of iffy against Houston. So we'll wait and see what that is like for LeBron. We'll keep giving you updates at Lakers fast break on Twitter, but the game tonight without LeBron and without AD, the Lakers went into San Antonio and it looked like it was going to be a, just an easy game for San Antonio after the first quarter as they were up by nine and Lakers just didn't have any answers in that first quarter. But the second and third quarter, the Lakers offense started to really come into tune and, Actually, they got back in the game and were only down by three in the fourth quarter, but just could not get it done, whether it was fatigue or whether it was just not quite enough shooting. The outside shooting, three-point shooting, only 30% from the field. And the three-point, as far as from the free throw line, is 69%, just not getting it done. Russell Westbrook played, I guess, about as well as expected. Unfortunately, just not shooting very well again but from both the field and the line, Malik Monk and Taylor Horton Tucker, even though they were game, unfortunately they weren't game from the three-point line as they both shot two for 12. They were pretty good inside the three-point line, but unfortunately that just wasn't enough. And even a game by Carmelo Anthony where he chipped in with 17, 
but unfortunately that was not enough for Deshante Murray, who actually had a really good game with 26 points, 10 rebounds, and eight assists. And the San Antonio Spurs defeat the Los Angeles Lakers 117 to 110. But here today to talk about the game, what went wrong, why it went so off without AD and LeBron, but why I'm still kind of optimistic because of the fact that they did play hard up until the latter half of the fourth quarter when it just started to slip away. Our two great guests indeed, who are also going to talk about HBO and HBO Max's winning time that debuted on Sunday night. I had a chance to see the first episode. These guys also had a chance to see the first episode as well. And if you get a chance, please go ahead and check out my recent podcast I did with the author behind the book Showtime, where they got winning time from. So you can go ahead and get it today at Amazon Barnes & Noble. It is Jeff Perlman. He is the author of the book that they based all this stuff that's going on in winning time. So hopefully you get a chance to check that out. But here today to talk about the game, first up, first man in, he is Onx1947. He is still not a happy camper. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here. Again, for, I don't know how much you can fault what went on in today's game because, yes, poor shooting, but also as well just really how much are you expecting with LeBron and AD out of the lineup? They weren't playing the Suns. They weren't playing Miami. They weren't playing the Milwaukee Bucks. They were playing a out of the play-in San Antonio Spurs team. I'm still seeing the same thing. Every game. I mean, it, it is mind-boggling to me. I just want to know what they do when they're not playing. I, I want to know what preparation, what what kind of advancements they're doing to their game, each and every player. What are, what are they doing to improve? How, how can you go through 63 games and, and still look like you're playing in a preseason game? I, I know that LeBron is out in AD, but they're just, they're not playing well. They don't. They don't have any set offenses. They're not cutting to the basket. They're not doing any pick and rolls. They're and and, and the Russell Westbrook missed three layups today. I think he might have missed more, but I remember three. And he left I, six points at the free throw line. It, it is. I I don't know. I, okay, so when I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm on game time, yeah, and I'm cursing more than I usually do. Which is uh, usually a lot, just to let everybody know. Yeah, well, tonight I cursed a little more, but <laughs> and I, I got it out of my system, so I didn't come on the show and and, and want to curse here. Okay, I would, but you know. Well, you, so anyway, you and you and Laker talk. I, I'm not. I'm, I I don't. I don't. At some point, I want to talk about something different, and I'm I'm going. I'm racking my brain to try to figure out what else can I say that had. It, they're doing the same thing. It's just, is Frank trying to get fired? It looked like he was trying to get fired today. I mean, he, he didn't even bring in Dwight towards the end of the game. Melo was getting destroyed down low. Melo played about as good defense as I've actually ever seen him play. I, I felt bad for Melo. <laughs> I felt bad for Melo because here's a guy in his late 30s who's going to be in the Hall of Fame, who's one of the best shooters, one of the best scorers of our generation. And he was the only guy other than, Reeves in certain spots and maybe Monk in certain spots and ATHD in certain spots that, that really gave a crap. Well, that's it, the it, thing. I think you just put it right there in certain spots, but not doing it together. 
I they're not doing it together. Right they're now. not doing it together. They're not doing it consistently. They 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 tie the game and then San Antonio goes and scores six points in forty three seconds. It, and it's been like this all year, all year. They 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 play and play and play. And this is, I uh, I think I read something uh, during the game that this is that they have literally played a month of basketball and have been behind double digits in every game. I don't even remember the tanking team doing that. I don't, I don't remember They they might have, but I don't remember the tanking team playing this bad. This is the most aggravating, most disappointing, most, I mean, I got that pit. I got a pit in my stomach. And it doesn't go away while they play because I'm, I already know what's going to happen because it's happened 62 times before tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I should say 61 because I, I can think – I think the Celtics game is seriously – the only game that I can remember where they played for 48 minutes. Uh, I, they, they are – there is no system. They get into a half-court offense. They're toast. As much as I hate saying this, I know he's a local guy, but oh man, I I I, I, I don't want to. I just don't want to. I don't want to criticize anybody anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to dog on anybody anymore. This team, this this next. Well, I will give a years. thumbs up to Alan. Thank you for the thumbs up on Facebook. So. Yeah, this thing needs to go. This thing needs to just end, and we can go <laughs> on with our lives. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm not gonna sit here and just crucify every player. I'm not. As much as I wanted to, you know, go through the TV. Joe, and you look tired. You look tired. I, I am tired after a Laker game. I was doing great until I started watching the Lakers play tonight. And it's it's just aggravating. It's it's a, a, it's a game. And that's the other part that, that probably bothers me a little bit. The fact that I'm bothered so much by a freaking March game that really doesn't mean anything at this point. It's a disaster. It's a disaster, and it's not gonna. We're gonna have to watch the remaining games, knowing it's gonna be a disaster. And then, if they happen to stay a ninth or tenth seed, we're gonna have to watch an even worse disaster. Either they're gonna get destroyed by the Timberwolves, or if they end up in the ninth, we're gonna get smoked by the Clippers in a pseudo playoff game, which is gonna make this even worse. Well, we'll see. What, again, what with you know health remaining hopefully that will allow ad and lebron to come back and maybe that there will be some semblance of this team when it comes to that time but right now it's going to be a a rough stretch and i'm not sure if they're going to go ahead and allow lebron james to play in houston alan once again thank you for the thumbs up he says joe needs some advil after that performance yes he does i do also want to mention we were on several new facebook laker groups and i want to make sure that everybody knows that we are truly appreciative of being on these new laker facebook groups want to thank you so much it is the lakers fast break we're on podcast outlets everywhere so you can always catch us on your podcast outlet plus also facebook and youtube but also here today to talk about the game you know i'm always promoting i'm always promoting but i'm always thanking everyone else out there for going ahead and listening to us rant. I mean, a report on the game. I need a shotgun. I don't need a hand. <laughs> but, <also here, laughs> but also here to talk about the game as a good man indeed. Please, everyone out there within the sound of my voice, check out his great articles today at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. It is my good friend, Mr. Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, 
again, to me, I, it was just about, okay, you're down AD, you're down LeBron. You guys got to go ahead and step it up. I mean, I, I give them credit for the effort. It's just I, the thought problem they, is, I thought they stepped up, you know what I yeah, mean? But the problem is it's just that the threes didn't fall. Russell yeah. has got to get those free throws falling. Those little things are just a little bit more, just a couple more free throws made and a couple more threes, and we would have won this game. Yeah, you know, it's it's frustrating. And, and the only way we could have won this game probably is if Russell had a terrific game. And unfortunately, Russell didn't have a terrific game. Missed free throws, missed layups. And there's um, been a rumor, just want to make sure that everybody knows, there's been continual rumors about even more friction behind the scenes, right. even after the Saturday game in regards to Russell Westbrook and his role in the team going forward. You know, Gerald, I just did an article about how the Lakers should experiment with Russ's sixth man. The idea being that, Said that in it's December. a lot easier to build. It's a lot easier to build an effective starting lineup with defense and shooting around two superstars than three. I mean, how do you sell around three guys with two role players? That's the problem. Difficult game for the Lakers. Actually, Joe wants look, to get look, the look, shotgun. Tom, look, man, when Tom gets choked up, now we have yes. some problems, okay? Now yes. there needs to be something done here. It's just not. Oh no! Got Laker Tom choking up. You've got Joe Soro wanting to get a shotgun. It's really stressful. And again, right now, I, and I say I want to get a shotgun for myself. Not, not. I, I would never hurt anybody that's not trying to threaten my life. So it, it's, it's. And Laker Tom is alive. I just I, again, sure again. This knows. that was that was the, the the perfect response, Tom, to to everything. You're. <laughs> You were going to go into one of your soliloquies that okay, I, hold on, that hold I on. really enjoy. Go hold ahead. on, Tom. Go hold ahead. on, Tom. I got you on mute. You, you're muted. You're muted, Tom. Oh. You're muted, just to let you know. He's saying all this stuff right now, and he's muted. So go oh. ahead, Tom. Go so ahead. Tom. I was saying that I was really, <laughs> I was really, I've had this cough, and I knew I was starting to cough, and I was just trying to get out of it. Oh, I'm sure. But I was, I was kind of happy with the game. Well, the effort was there. The effort, the effort was, was there. there. And, and, and. You know, when we were down like two minutes and, and we'd come back and we were within two or three, considering the team we have, and this is the thing that jumped out at me about this whole thing, is without LeBron, without LeBron and AD, you really see what kind of roster we got. Exactly. I mean, these guys overachieved tonight. This, and game this is was against closer a than it non-playoff team, like Joe said. They're not, though. They're playing the Spurs. This is not... Listen, DeJounte Murray, you know, if we end up having to trade LeBron LeBron or AD, I hope somehow we can get somebody like DeJounte. He's a a terrific player. But the Lakers, it really is the difference that you look at the roster because we've got got so much money tied up in Russ and LeBron and AD that – and then, then the only guy that we're paying, other than Taylor and Horton Tucker, the only other player that we're paying more than the minimum is Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> and we haven't even seen him hit the, hit the hard court yet. So it's, you've got a bunch of guys out there, some of which who are playing above their capabilities and above their salaries for sure in Mello and in Monk. Um, Reeves, I, I think, is terrific. They all had good games. We played well. We we were lucky to be as close as we were, even though the, even though they're the not heat, the Heat or it, not not the Seventy Sixers or not the Nets. They're not. A, Tom, they're, they're a team well, that's got some guys who can play. And Laker Tom, let me just say this: 
the Lakers could have easily done the Fogle act after the yeah. first quarter when they were down by nine. They easily yeah. could have done that, and they chose not to. They played hard in that second and third quarter. They were executing offensively. I just wish they would a- were able to make those threes, just even 35%. Had they, you know, they even gotten to 35%, which is the league average thereabouts. If, 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 if our if, players, if, that would have, that if, was they played, if they played that well, Gerald, with AD and LeBron playing at top five level player, we're a championship team. But we probably don't have the consistency because these guys no. aren't going to play like that every game. No. And LeBron and AD both are dinged up and probably aren't going to play at bubble championship level. So. I think I think I was watching a different game, and I think I almost thought I was on the Laker Nation show right now. You guys are so positive. Well, I that, mean, and you know me, Joe. I'm usually not. Yeah, you're usually positive. Yeah, but when um, I see I, the kind of effort. But that, what's the use of getting about? negative I, at this I, point in time, Joe? Um, and again, I know, I know, we don't want to be redundant on every show, so I get it. I'm trying to fight it right now. I really am. I yeah. was trying to fight it. I don't, I, in the end, I'm, I'm just, I, I hold them to different standards. These are professional basketball players. And the fact that I'm not seeing fundamental basketball, it's, it's, it, 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 if I don't, I need to scream it every game, it seems like, and I will. It's fundamentally. I mean, Monk, and, Monk and Westbrook just couldn't get it done. Their, their offensive game, just not effective. I mean, both were poor shooting again from, from each and, especially in Westbrook's case, you know, everything is being magnified with what he's doing right now. Uh, just make some more free throws. That's, How about make you know, a layup? Yeah. Make you know, some make layups. Make a layup when you're – it's, it's we, have, one, we have no offense. You there's know what I mean? no – yeah. If you, go, if you go out to a, a hard court anywhere or go to the gym on Saturday and you've got guys that you've played with or you know a little bit about, you always have a plan. We know this guy can shoot. We know this guy can run a pick and roll. And you find something, and usually it's usually it's a pick and roll or something like that. And you just Joey only lost by seven. The Lakers don't do any of these things fundamentally. They don't find a play they can go to, and they don't go back to it. They don't even go back to lineups. When you, I, I got tired of watching the ball go through the hoop. Your whole life, you watch the ball to go through the hoop. This is the one year where I don't watch. I don't really watch the ball going in the hoop i'm watching the offense i'm watching uh actually i'm sorry i did watch the ball not going the hoop when we played in game six that the game six in the finals in 2020 was i had my eyes fixated on 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 ad that was probably the first that that was i did it then but as far as this year i i rarely watch the ball go in the hoop i'm watching how everyone is moving and 90% of the time, they're not. They're not moving. There's no... That ball is not moving on that offense. It's not mo- the ball's not moving. And even when it is moving, even when they're sharing the ball, there's still a half... One-third of a second still too slow. Still a lot of isolation. Well, it it's... doesn't matter if the ball is moving if the players aren't moving. Yeah, the players... So because... the ball... <laughs> The what do you ball, do, passing the ball around the outside of the we've seen, yeah we've seen it passing the ball it'll tail know, it'll, it'll tail in all the way around the three point line and I'm like there's no separation you know what made Cooper Cup the MVP this year which I I don't know how the heck he wasn't was his separation he he his separation game was amazing and that's what the Lakers need there is no separation from anyone no one seen I mean 
no one seems to be able to do that. It's either they're running into somebody at the at the hole or the guy's right on them at the three. It's it, because it everybody is, sags on us. It is there's only it four is, or five guys in the post. I I feel like I honestly feel this way. I feel like there's a tape or a a, a, a thumb drive that has passed around every, all of the other 29 teams and said, here, guys, if you do this, you will beat the Lakers nine out of ten times. Just do this. Hey, what do you know? I got one right now. I've got it. I've got it. I've yeah, got mind, that thumb drive. Mind you, I was going to say tape. You know, <laughs> I'm so used to tape, right? Look at the tape. Right now, they just share it onto their. A millennial is going to li- watch, be watching this, and go, "What the hell's a tape? What the hell's a, the DVD?" All Mike right. Brown created his career off the of DVD. What the hell's a DVD? This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's go ahead and finish this before we can talk about winning time. Because oh, that's please. That's, that's what I better. want to talk about. That's Ooh. what I want to talk about as well. But before we get to winning time, everyone, I do want to make mention again, Lakerholics.com. Please go ahead and check out all the great articles from both Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom today at Lakerholics.com. Plus also as well, you got Joe Sorrell, Ox1947 Sweet. at Lakersball.com. So go ahead and check out the conversation during game time at Lakersball.com. It is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate it. If you're a new viewer or someone that's new to us here, we truly appreciate you taking the time to watching or listening to us. But before we head over to talk about winning time, I want to go ahead again Wednesday, I think they should just keep LeBron out because it sounds like when I saw the word significant soreness in that knee, that tells me that there's some issues going on. I have a feeling he might try to push himself to try to go ahead and get back in the lineup, but I think maybe we should just sit at least sit out one more game. Yeah, yeah I think it all comes down to LeBron and, and from everything oh, yeah, I hear, I know. everything I hear and read, LeBron is not – LeBron and, and and the team still are not throwing the towel in. No, um, and I never get no, that, but no it's Houston of, There's no talk in. of sitting him, but I, what I think they're doing, though, is they realize that there's always that caveat that when you say, if you as long as you got LeBron and AD healthy, you have a chance to win. Well, you, you also need them to be not just healthy, but not dinged up, not having, you know, not worn down. And this is part of, I think we're going to see him play maybe two out of every three games or something like that. And because they're going to hope that their only hope is that if they can get LeBron rehabilitated to the extent where his, his knee isn't sore anymore and he's going into the playoffs pretty healthy and AD comes back with a little bit of a rest, which we know he had in a bubble, which was a big help. Um, And if in the meantime, the young players, which they're playing and, and to a certain extent, the, the Monk and Reeves are playing extremely well. THT is struggling. 
Johnson is struggling a little bit, but they have an energy that's keeping us in some of these games. And the only way that we're going to have a chance, even the puncher's chance in the playoffs, is if these young kids are also going to be able to elevate themselves because even a championship-level LeBron James and Anthony Davis aren't going to win a championship with the roster that we've got right now. They need a better roster. They need over the next 19, 18 games. They need these kids to really get better and better, the team to get some confidence. So, yeah, we take LeBron and we give him some time off. It's a team that we think we could beat, and and I thought we had a chance to beat him. And I thought everybody came in and played pretty well, you know. I can't complain about the effort the way that I, that I could in some games. And, you know, I mean, yeah, Joe, you can have an iron standard, but, you know, when you get into game 62 or four or five, whatever this is, and, you know, you start to get realistic. I just want to, I just would like to see the team finish on a positive note, which means playing well, which means figuring out how to get the most they can out of this roster, even though you know it's not a championship roster. Old Yeller. Yeah, could we get could we get into the can we win the play in? End up with a seven or eight. Wait a minute. Most most could we could we get a nice matchup in the first round and win the first round and make the make the semifinals? And then Marley maybe and upset and we make the finals. Who knows? You know, I mean, the playoffs what, are all about matchups. Yeah. <laughs> we could get we could get up getting Utah and the and the Warriors. That's great matches up for us. How? How are we gonna get the Warriors? Well, no again, well, the we Warriors finish second, and we finish seventh. We're we're gonna have to play a Minnesota team or a Clippers team as of right now. If you know we end up at nine or ten, and Minnesota has spanked us. Well, we all have year. to get to be we have to get to be number eight because if you're at nine and ten, you don't have any chance to get the. Yeah, seventh but Minnesota, seed. you, you got to remember, Joe, seed. you get the eighth seed, which means you're gonna play. The best you can do is get the eighth seed, which means you're going to play the Suns, Phoenix, and that's yeah. not a good matchup. But you got to remember, Joe, when it comes to Minnesota, outside of Beverly, there's very little playoff experience there, right. and it usually goes either one way or the other. Either the young guys just play well above their heads in those type of situations, or it really goes south. So you know that would really suck if we played Phoenix because Phoenix is the only team other than the Celtics in the history of the Lakers that yeah. has whooped us. In the and that's why we. That's why we need to get to seven and eight. The, the we need Phoenix to get to seven. F- and Phoenix. To do is, that, we need to beat the Clippers. We yeah. need to catch the Clippers. It, 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 I would be as as mediocre as this is to say, if they upset the Clippers in the play-in, and then got whooped by the Suns, I would actually consider this a semi reasonable year after what we've had to there's endure. a certain satisfaction in the country yeah because that would be poetic you know all this we we are what is their t- stupid logo we this is la what is it what i don't even i, I don't even we are la we are la really we are la okay <laughs> you were san diego you were buffalo you were kansas no that's i'm sorry that's sacramento yeah um, but anyways, the San Diego. The, yes, San Diego. well, yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Kansas City Kings with a San Sacramento. Never mind. Forget about. It. Forget what I just said. Yeah, the thing is, I have zero confidence in this team, and it's not going to go away. Watching the Golden State game, you need a fifty-six point performance by LeBron and Golden State really coming down to earth at this point because. They were hoping that Clay Thompson was going to somewhat come back, 
We have discussed this. He, the more he plays, the more you know achy that leg is going to be. They just just play pool. Let let Clay come off the bench. So that was all going on during that time. And also the Lakers just had you know you said matchups for some reason they just match up very well against Steph Curry. They just do. Sometimes it's unexplainable. So. After they won that game, I, I I was happy that they won, but I was fully expecting them to play the way they played today. Well, they'll be and, dropping back down to third place oh, after because they, oh, they're just yeah. not ready to lose yeah. to the it's, Nuggets it's, as we speak. It's, it's, you can't. You're, these guys are just not uh, – is it pride? Because th- we already know they don't have pride. They don't, they don't really play with any pride. They don't play with any any anger. They don't play with any – man, we're, we're getting – Look they're at just how not we, good enough. They're too small and they're not good enough. That's, but I, I, I think the effort, easy. the effort is the is is what bothers me. It's the effort that they're that they're not at least doing some kind of. You're watching the Spurs, and we know that yeah, they have a couple of good talented players, but you could see them playing the offense. You could see them run the offense. You could see them continuity. They have making yeah, making that extra pass. They've played together for five years. Everybody on that team has, you know, and they have the same coach and so forth. And we have a brand new squad every year. Okay, I'll buy. I'll, 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 I'll definitely buy that then. Okay, I mean, then, then at this point, part and then, and then it's also the talent level. We put all our money and all of our money and talent into three guys, and none into the other people. And 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 so you you're you. It's like going on. It's like going to the gym and and the other guy and you say I got next and they get this great. I'll pick these four guys and you get your next five guys. I think what killed us. And, you know, and you, know, you, you end you, up with a lousy team and then you have no chance of. You, you I just want to remind our viewers and listeners that these are things that I discussed during the course of the season as we were getting into it. That I had said that now Laker Tom, months later, is now connecting with me on. I just want to make sure that you know, know what birth. You know what birthed this. It was such an innocent thing during last year but it was a very and i was hoping i was going to be wrong it was a very it it was a very consistent thing that they did where there was this three to four minute gap in every game where they didn't score had they not had that so much i believe they would have ran it back and that was what killed us because what they did was they overcorrected they go, okay, we got to bring offense in. We got to get none in here, which they didn't expect him to turn into Greg Oden this year. Then you have Monk, who could score, who's athletic. Uh, can't play defense. But can't play defense. But that's what they did, right? They they overcorrected. They got all the offensive guys, you know, got mellow. They, they, they saw their faults in the championship yeah. bubble team, yeah. and they, they saw what they needed to do. They they realized that when once everybody was healthy again and we weren't – we weren't in COVID, although they didn't. But I also think, I, 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 again, this is, this is, it's mind-boggling, man. I, I, did you, in a million years, think Russell Westbrook would be this bad? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I didn't. I didn't. Yes. You couldn't expect. Missing it. layups. You couldn't really expect. Yes. It, you know. Yes. Missing layups on the air saying that. Yes. 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 A hundred times. Yes. Sorry. Well, you know, I have that same. Listen, the same people, maybe, and maybe not you specifically, Gerald, but all of the same people were saying the same BS about Chris Paul two years ago. Well, I remember when I was trying to get people to rally behind the idea of Chris Paul coming to the Lakers and how vicious the attacks were. 
Well, Laker Tom, but you and I were arguing about this in September, and I was telling you, you about. You couldn't predict that he would play this badly. That he would. Yeah, be this I, bad actually, I did. I did. I said it on the air. Go the more, check the, the more archives. Chris Paul. Yes, the, I did. The more it's in the archives. The, the more, the more Chris Paul plays well. The I more saw him it, in the bubble. He was horrible in the bubble, and that's what I was expecting. In the I, bubble I, is not a good judgment. We made all sorts of decisions to change the nature of our team because we realized that the bubble is not the normal season. Yeah, but that's the thing. But they were that's playing well. They were basing uh, it off of Laker, like Tom, they were playing well before the bubble. They were yeah. coming into their own. I, I can't. They, they, that, that, that year, that year, up until the until COVID stopped them. I remember it distinctively. I, well, I remember that big and, weekend when we swept both of and, those teams. Right now, before then, like a month before, because they were starting to beat some other you know, some teams, and out. then they then they beat the top teams, right? So before then, at least they may have lost to the good teams, but for me, it was like okay, they're getting their stuff together. It's the first time they're together. They're you know they're they're getting their 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 mojo together. But what they were at least doing was winning the games they were supposed to. And when you when you win the games you're supposed to and you lose the close games to the good teams, it at least makes sense. It at least makes sense. Okay? They lost a little more than I would prefer them to do, but they ended up starting to win towards that February, March. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it – it, it, they never got a chance yeah, to that's all it. ancient his that's all ancient history now man yeah all we, again it's, yeah. It's, 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 but i will tell you any nba pundit was telling that everybody out there like me that it was a mistake getting russell westbrook because we realized it was a bad fit his style of play is bad for our team and the fact is he is not the russell westbrook of three four years ago people have got to come to grips with that he is just well, he's not, not the even player the russell westbrook of last year that's the bigger problem or half of last year half of last year the first half this was what he was he was really awful in the first half of last year it was only in the second half of the season that he actually came to start playing an acceptable level so that's what the lakers saw Unfortunately, I saw the same Westbrook as far as what we saw in the bubble, as far as the flaws in his game and being such a poor fit for the team. I'm I know, sorry. but you, you, you expected that, number one, you wouldn't have a guy who would be, who would understand that he has to try to change some things in his game because there's going to be three, two other superstars. And he hasn't done that. He's been defiant. In How many years he's been in the league? Game. You know what to say about an you know, old dog? I know, but I mean, he's refusing, thoughts, to, refusing to work with tricks, coaches and certain things and tricks, things, that, things that like analogy. that. That's unacceptable. I'm, and then I'm, secondly, I'm, secondly, the you know, you know, it's just it's been a bad situation. But Russ has made it a lot worse in the way that he's reacted to it in his refusal to accommodate any adjustments to how he's playing his game and in his whole interpretation of how everything is. I think LeBron is done with it and and, and AD is done with it. They're well, done with it. You know, Everybody the guy knows on that they're not going to bring him back. I mean, I even heard two people talking today on a podcast, Lakers Nation podcast. And I'm sorry. There are two reasons for, the, for Russell Westbrook. They think that they're going to, number one, they could possibly wave him, wave him and wave him, stretch him. No, no, 
No. They, and that and the reason to do no. that is to incentivize no. LeBron James to sign a two-year contract by saying this is what we're willing no. to do just to get rid of the problem. Okay. <laughs> that would be the okay. We're still paying for the number wall. Eight, dang. Number two, paying, no. Number no. two. For the love of God, John no. Wall. John Wall trade. This is why you should not listen to the Lakers Nation podcast because they come up with some pretty no dumb Lakers ideas. Nation podcast. They, I have to Actually, see them. Those are both two very. I mean, they're, the whole point being that I think that we'll be able to trade him because he's an expiring contract, and and there are a lot of people that like to get stretch, rid of forty seven million dollars. Forty seven million dollars. Good God, man! Oh uh, no! You know no, the no. truth of the matter is, is that the Somebody Lakers will do whatever they have to do to illegal. get rid of him, even including, even including trading him for John Wall or waving and stretching him. I would yeah, trade him for John Wall. That's just that's just you that's, cannot stretch him because yeah, absolutely not. It's, we, it's not the Wall Dang. It's three times Luol Deng. That that is that is that that disaster was sucking up your cap each and every year. Yeah, I no. know. Luol Deng screwed up so many trades that I proposed. Now, if you weren't able to years. go on the Bobby Bonilla plan, where it's like twenty-five <laughs> or thirty years at a, like a, what one or two million dollars a year, that's okay. We can talk about that. But this is a, you know a normal stretch of like say three, four, five years, six years. That's your suck up. What? No, five, it's only three six, years, Gerald. It's just three times, three times the number of years left on the contract. Okay, well, three years of it. That's still twelve. Yeah, what, but they'll buy him out. 15, they'll buy him out for. He'll he'll million. be able to make six thousand dollars minimum as a well, veteran. Fifteen million on your. Cap. So he'll he'll give up six million dollars, and then we'll settle him for forty million, and it'll only be like thirteen million dollars yet every year. That's ridiculous. Do not stretch. Absolutely no, dumbest let, idea. Let, let let the. The, the beautiful thing I about I, I wouldn't stretch him either. I, I think that's crazy. That was good. That was funny though. It was funny. It was it was more an example by I'm not the, laughing. The, it was more an example by the it podcast. Was a, it was a crying laugh. To say okay. this is how bad it's become. <laughs> this is how bad that's it's become. That's a laugh. You gotta go. If somebody suggests that, you gotta go walk up there the Westbrook. What are you thinking, man? Yeah, this is your... No, it's it's a that's more than the taxpayers mid level. You 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 came well, up the regular mid level. You came up craps, okay? We came up craps. We lost. It's over. This yeah, this yeah, thing, no, but unfortunately, the, worst, the last year of even a crappy contract is worth a lot of money to certain teams. Yes, it is. that's why you got to. Yeah, don't. Yeah, it, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to trade it. We'll be able to trade them. I'd love you to trade Bob, it for heel. I'd love to trade it for heel. Listen to the Lakers Nation podcast. Yeah, the Lakers Nation thing. I forbid you, young man, to listen to the Lakers Nation podcast. We're every time I'm on game time on on Lakers ball, and their Lakers Nation always it pops up on the right side of the screen, and it's nothing but. I feel like I'm looking at. That's what happens when you listen yeah, to an they, inferior they, podcast. Good stuff there. I wouldn't just. It's, I wouldn't it's just always start. something nice. Like they'll make one layup. Yay! It's nice and yay! We got two points and. All right, Frank. All right. How about we go get make this guy? Too. You know, you it doesn't really make want... any sense. They, they're they're just people trying to really? trying to make a living doing what they love doing. God bless them. Well, I would like to make a living doing what we're loving. God bless them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would like to be in their food chain. So let's talk about let's talk about winning time. Yes, well, we got a better show than they do, that's for sure. Let's but talk about again, winning it's time. La- it's a real podcast, a real Lakers podcast. It is <laughs> the Lakers fast break. Once again, the Lakers, unfortunately, did fall. To Rob Van Dam. Spurs. There you go, Rob. RVD, Rob <laughs> Van Dam. 117 to 110. Double G knows everything, man, I swear. You're the... You are the renaissance man, my friend. Well, I'm trying my best to beat the Lakers Nation podcast, that's for sure. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more 
of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But 117 to 110, San Antonio Spurs over the Los Angeles Lakers. Before we head on out, I want to go ahead and mention that the Lakers are now Unfortunately, 28 and 36. They're only one game up again on New Orleans in ninth place in the Western Conference. They do play on Wednesday. So I want to make sure everybody knows the next game for the Lakers is Wednesday night. I believe it's another five o'clock, 5.30 start time. It is a five o'clock start time. Yes, five o'clock start time right here. It's going to be on the Lakers channel, the Spectrum and all that. That's great stuff right there for you. But before we head on out, guys... HBO Max and HBO debuted Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. The new episodes of Winning Time, based off the Lakers dynasty of the 1980s, based off of the book Showtime, who I interviewed the author of, Jeff Perlman, on an episode last week. So please check out my interview with Jeff Perlman. You can also get his book Showtime and his second Lakers book, Three Ring Circus, based off the Kobe Shaq years. Both of them are available today wherever you get your books. Great book. And they did take some liberties, I will say, as far as changing a couple things around and adding some things in there as far as in the first episode. It is a great thing for Lakers fans to go ahead and check this out. I will tell you that it's just, my gosh, the the Adam McKay, who everybody seems to know from the Don't Look Up movie that's right now nominated for a, an Oscar, Everything that's going on, obviously, he's got a long list of movies that have uh, everybody have come to appreciate it. I see on the IMDb that Jonah Hill will also be directing an episode upcoming in this series, so I'm looking forward to that. But the series overall started off with the episode in just as the Lakers were changing over ownership from Jack Ken Cook to Dr. Jerry Buss. It's told primarily from the eyes of Dr. Jerry Buss and Magic Johnson, who was contemplating whether or not he wanted to go ahead and turn pro and become the number one draft pick of the Los Angeles Lakers. So it tells that story. Again, some creative liberties were taken. And I actually have what liberties. Funny you should ask that, Tom. But if you want to go check out, there's an article that was posted on the Lakers Fast Break channel on Facebook that tells you all the specific details one of which was a showdown between Norm Nixon, who is played by his son. Man. Yeah, absolutely, in this. And actually, I think he was one of the best parts of this episode. I thought he was really good at what he was doing, obviously, that from his father's influence. And But yes, he did have, a in the show, an episode, a one-on-one matchup against Magic before Magic was thinking about committing or not committing to becoming a Los Angeles Laker. And it was funny because they had the show down and he got totally owned by Norm Nixon to show, hey, you're not an NBA player yet. You're too tall, et cetera, et cetera. That it was done at a party at Donald Sterling's house. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love the comment that was made in regards to Donald Sterling. The second, yeah, second work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, again, that's political. Don't want to get into that. But no, I it's not. That's, 
It's not. It's funny. Uh, it's, it was funny. It was funny. But Adam McKay is out there. Again, and it's not true, by the way. Come on. Donald Stone is worse. Come on. Actually, Adam they're probably Mc- the same. <laughs> Adam McKay. Adam McKay, I will say, he has a very upfront, in-your-face style as far as the blatant you know, examples of racism. He made sure that you know uh, some decisions that were made or some things that were said were because of racism, just some of the language, just some of the things that were said in context within the course. He lets you know about the times, the era that it was in the 1970s. So I will say that, again, for me, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Uh, I think that the the actor that's playing Magic Johnson in the in this flick, he, he has done a solid job, Quincy Isaiah. I wish he was a little bit more charismatic, a little bit more energetic, just bringing a little bit more energy to the role, but otherwise I thought he did all right. Jason Clark is a very, very angry Jerry West, <laughs> and I will just leave it at that. It's so funny. I wonder what Jerry West that's thinks about part. I wonder what Jerry West thinks about an Australian. I hope he was like that. I really do. Yeah, but it's so funny because it was good because he was throwing F-bombs left and right. John C. Riley, I think, did a great job on the episode. John C. Riley was terrific. God, he yes. was so good. Absolutely. Oh, he was. Uh, yes, yes. I really thought it was. I loved, yeah. I loved him interview, inter- talking directly to the audience, too, just chiming us in on everything that was happening. That was Devon a great Nixon, move that McKay again, did. did a great job. Gabby Hoffman, who plays Claire Rothman, a senior official for the Los Angeles Lakers, behind the scenes and part of this transition, and she will play a major role yep. in the series for this season. I just want to let everybody know on that from what Jeannie I'm seeing. It was great, I'm, too. It was great to see what yes. an averse little thing Jeannie was wanting to get into the business early. Well, the thing is, she is someone that is part of Lakers lore and Lakers history right. that very few of us Lakers fans actually research and investigate. So I really think that she did a great job on that. But I will say overall, I was pleased by the the episode. I thought it was pretty good. Joe, you had some tremendous things to say. So before I get to Laker Tom on his thoughts on Winning Time Episode 1, what are your thoughts? Again, you you already said it through the email and whatnot, but I really had a feeling you'd really like Episode 1 of Winning Time. Yeah, I did. Uh, John C. Riley. Hollywood is going through a... All apologies to Will Ferrell because I know he wanted this role and I know him and Adam no, McKay. No, 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 no uh, way. John C. No. Riley was really John C. Riley was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, the thing is, I Hollywood is going through a a. a I don't know if, if if it happened years ago. It might have, but I have never seen it in my lifetime. But there is a massive drought for a lot of these guys. The the the, the staples of our of of the century, <laughs> John C. Riley and. Idris Alba doing a bookings.com commercial. I'm going, what the hell is going on here? Who's there's these guys' agents? I don't know if it's COVID or what, but I heard that John C. Riley had nothing going on up until he got cast for this that's role. What he, that's what he said, right? yeah. So he killed it. Absolutely loved yeah. him. Whoever did the makeup, they have to win an Emmy. Their makeup, getting Norm Nixon's son, I, I didn't know it was his son until, I, until you know, he was wearing the, the the mink coat and he was challenging magic. I'm sitting there and I'm going, man, this guy looks like Norm Nixon. Like I didn't know. It's to his first wife. It's not Debbie Allen. Right. People know from Fane. It's to his first right. wife. So I'm, I'm and then I'm looking at you know uh, Quincy Isaiah and he's got the same like right here. It's the same. It's I got just the... wish a little bit more energy. I know it's his first real big gig and as far as a real big acting gig here. I would just ask him to just provide a little bit more energy to that. Again, it's uh, it's a tough what, role. It's a tough role. It's absolutely a tough role because they, 
if you're going to find someone out there that if you're going to really try to find people that look like them. And they had a hard time finding a magic. And we, they did. Yeah. And play basketball too. I mean, that's the yeah. hard part. Right. I mean, you could those I, I, 7 billion in the world. I know that there's a chance, but it's still hard. And that then you interview had, at the, after the end of the show, yeah, the star of the show though was Jerry West, man. I mean, yes. it was Jason Clark. Jerry that was, West. That was so good. The angry Jerry West. It was like, yeah, they and, and again, the angry when, Jerry. Throwing his Buss. MVP trophy out the window. He, he, I know. Dr. Buss, I mean, I had heard Dr. Buss and Jerry West. He, Dr. Buss just had the temperament to deal with certain char- characters. Right. Yeah. That's why when Shaq told him to F and pay me back in, what was it, 03, you know, he, he took it as okay, he didn't get offended. He didn't get all weird. He basically told Shaq the following year, hey, big yeah. man, I got Kobe, man. I got I, I to gotta go with him first. He's the youngest guy. Either you take $20 million or you got to go. And Shaq, Shaq said, I got to go. And that's, that's, the, that's, that's what made Dr. Buss. That's why he, in my opinion, is the greatest. Now, there was the some ever. truthful... I mean, oh, actually, Alan, please go ahead. I, Alan wants to speak out on a question. Please go ahead. Give us a shout out, Alan. What what kind of question you have? Just let us know. We're always here for you. Appreciate it. Also, at Lakers Fast Break and LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. You can always send us a question there. But, yeah, just send us a question here in the chat anytime you want. I wanted to mention, though, while Alan's uh, typing up that question right now, wanted to go ahead and mention uh, that there was some truthful, very, very important and informational things as far as how much Jerry Buss had to pay and what he paid with as far as land and mm-hmm. how he had to borrow money at the last minute. $67 million. Yeah, wow, exactly. The, yeah, exactly. So, and, all, and what was also constituted. I mean, obviously, Jack Kent Cook made a killing as far as the land is concerned if he held on to it or his estate held on to it as far as down the road because the land in return is probably obviously very valuable as well. Alan Netness is saying, great show. I want to hear your thoughts on who is going to make it out of the East. I know it's not a Laker question, but I am curious as to what you guys think. We will go ahead and answer that for you, Alan, here in just a sec. But before we do, I just want to mention Laker Tom. I know you have some thoughts on it as well, but then I want to get to Alan's question before we head on out. I love the show. I thought it was terrific. It's, I can't wait for episode two. Yeah, yeah, I can't either. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm probably one of the very last people to watch episodic television. I basically watch sports and movies. And then recently, as you know, I had a shoulder replacement. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, you know, stuck on the couch, not being able to really, you know, do anything. And so I started watching a bunch of different shows. I watched the Jack Reacher show and a couple of others. And, you know, and now they've got me hooked on two or three different things. You know, so it's, it's kind of interesting. This is the first time I've done anything that wasn't binging it. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing to have to stop after just the first episode. I'm, I'm used to at least going through one full novel, one full. Well, season. this is a, this is a non-Netflix streaming channel that's just spreading out the content yeah. that doesn't have the amount of content. So, it, so does it happen every week at the same time now? Yes, or? Uh, yeah, yes. And it I want to mention be every again, Sunday? every Sunday, six, 6 p.m. O'clock. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. Six See, p.m. I hate Pacific, that. I hate that. They're just trying to hook me into it. I know they're doing it. Well, that's when it's there. I'll HBO airs at that time. I'll HBO Max will have it there as well. But yeah, from there on out, it'll be in the yeah, HBO no, I Max. Thought, I thought the show was terrific. I, I can't wait to see some of the other characters that I'm looking forward to seeing appear in the show. 
Riley and also as well the character I'm interested in seeing, Paul Westhead. Uh, they're yep. both coming up on th this next episode. So looking yep. forward to that. Well, I'll tell you what, though, it is something that we're really happy about seeing and we want to see more episodes. Again, we, we all three of us have positive reviews of Winning Time on HBO and HBO Max. It airs 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern every Sunday uh, for Winning Time. It's 10 episodes in all. So just to let everybody know, so it's 10 weeks. I do want to mention also as well that after that, it'll be on HBO Max whenever you need it and watch it. But before we head on out, I do want to mention Alan's question. And that once again, that is he wants to know our thoughts on who's going to make it out of the East. Before I hit mine up, I want to go ahead and hit Joe first. Joe, before we head on out, who is your pick right now? It's a really big dogfight. I actually love what's going on in the East as far as all these teams from one to seven seemingly have a chance to take it out as far as being the number one team in the East. I'm going to stick with the Milwaukee Bucks. Solid choice, especially because they're getting Lopez back. If Middleton continues to be the best number two guy in the NBA, yeah. If your number two guy's dropping 40, then you factor in playoff pressure, playoff experience. They already won. They have all the makings of a team that is going to come through in the end in the pressure situation. Now, there's a lot of guys talking about Philly because James Harden's playing well. But until James Harden can win a meaningful playoff game in his career, I'm not going to pick them. Who else? Atlanta, Miami. I think Kyle Lowry's going to have to become – Kyle Lowry of 2019. Do you think Brooklyn can repair itself no. at a point where no? no? no. Okay. No, Brooklyn that, that is both, going both to flame out. Both guys are shaking their heads no. No, Brooklyn's going to flame out. I'm not against what Kyrie's doing, but Kyrie is a detriment to team basketball. So it's one of those things where even when you're doing something right, you're in this situation, you've completely collapsed your team. And Durant, I... I <laughs> Durant has become a very honorary person in the last, since he's left Oklahoma City, and he's becoming more honorary. And there's a little bit of admiration there, especially with the way he was when they were picking the All Star All Stars during the All Star game. There was this kind of sinister look about him that, like, you know, I, I don't know. I like people who are real, and a lot of times being real shows up. <laughs> it shows up a in a not so nice way, but sometimes it's entertaining. And I, I get a kick out of Durant's just ornery ism. Yeah. Uh, and he, he can't do it alone. He, he, it's just not possible. I'm not expecting Seth Curry and Ben Simmons is a quitter as a basketball player. I really don't have any respect for him. He's a quitter. I don't see how he's going to make a difference after missing an entire season. How is that well, going to work? Again, he, if, he, <laughs> if it's not basing on his offensive, performance he, i mean as a defensive individual as someone who can guard one through five he could be right playoff time right. playoff time if you, you're telling me this would be the first time he doesn't ever. need to score the ball when you've got I, durant and kate and and kyrie irving i don't i if he's if he's true to this i have a mental illness thing which i can i can i can debate that you know well, for another hour for advil so yeah, no, again, and, 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 and you know, you you tri you trivialize those who actually do have that. You know, you you just just admit that you're you can handle the Philadelphia media and you you cowered out and quit, and then now you're going to Brooklyn, where everybody's saying, "Hey, Kyrie's going to be the offense and Durant's going to be the offense." 
that's not the point. Point is you're a quitter. You know, the second you get burned on a play in game seven, let's say, are you going to go mope? Probably. He's a moper. And he's been like that. You know, the, the guy didn't even make the playoffs the one year was at LSU. And I was, tell, I was telling everybody, I'm like, guys, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign for a guy with this kind of freakish, you know, skill set. He's not mentally there, and he it doesn't look like he ever will be. I mean, he'll he'll be good, but I, I don't. I have no faith in him uh, uh, whatsoever. I'm picking Milwaukee to come out the East, and there's a couple of wild cards in there if they, you know, everybody stays healthy or can make a run. But well, let me I'm, get I'm, Tom in here. I'm, I'm picking I'm picking Milwaukee to get out the East, and I think in the West, it, I, it's just, it's more of a well, crapshoot. Yeah, well, again, we'll talk about the West coming up here in a future episode. But no, right I want now, to talk about it now. No, because Alan just wanted to know about the East. We'll talk about the West. and uh, Save it for another episode, okay, because we're already almost an hour in. But before we head on out, Laker Tom, great question by Alan. And we thank him so much for dropping it on our Facebook chat. But before we head on out, please go ahead and let us know your thoughts on East. I'd we like to she- say I'd like to say the Miami Heat are going to prove that their appearance in the very under the radar. Cool. Miami's getting it done. They're leading the no, East right but now. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, that's not a stretch. I mean, that's a very solid choice. Yeah, Even mean, though Boston's right. got a lot of momentum right now, mm-hmm. Chicago has lost a lot of that early season momentum. They've lost five in pretenders, a row. So. Pretenders. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so right now. All I'm going to leave you with this is that I think, again, right now it's Milwaukee's to lose in the East because, as Joe said it, if Middleton is playing to the level he's capable of, it is very hard to beat Milwaukee with Drew Holiday focusing on the defensive end. Before we head on out, guys, again, I will pick Giannis Atentacumpo and the Milwaukee Bucks, I think, as far as the team right now in the East. but. Watch out for Boston. Unfortunately, those guys over there, they're playing really good defense. They've really got a lot of momentum on their sides. Miami, obviously, it's a team that's got a very loaded roster. You should not be underestimated. I think Chicago's been playing the a little bit over the heads. Back. Yeah, Chicago's been playing over the heads. Philadelphia, I said that Philadelphia getting Harden was a nice fit for me as far as from what I see. But, you know, you can't trust Harden. You don't, Harden does not have a winning overall mentality in the playoffs he's not been able to get it done so we'll see what happens there but again Joel Embiid you know he could take you a long way so I don't underestimate what's going on in Philly I think Cleveland just does not have enough offense Toronto is just not it does not have enough players even though they've got a lot of outstanding wing players I just don't think they have enough height Uh, Charlotte is just not enough talent and Brooklyn Brooklyn, again, even if they get all healthy and all right in the world and all they're able to go ahead and get some clearances and the vaccine mandates are done. And Wouldn't it be Kyrie's great to, to see Brooklyn and the Lakers go through well, the play-in tournament, both teams, and meet in the finals? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, right now, again. You mean on, I, on, on NBA 2K, yeah. I think if it was all healthy right now, all teams were healthy and everything was flowing right now and they had played for a while together as a team, I think Brooklyn would probably be my pick. But right now, I'm going to say Milwaukee and Giannis at the point. But we want to hear my your thoughts. Long shot picks are Brooklyn and the Lakers. Yeah, well, there you go. That's a I long predict- shot. I predict the. I'm here in Vegas, my friend. Go ahead, drop that bet. Drop I that the bet. Timberwolves and the Atlanta Hawks. Well, there you go. That's what? more of a likelihood than Brooklyn and LA. Oh, That's I, a long well, shot. More bet. likely? Hmm? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, oh, sure. 
Sure. That's another I, argument altogether. Indeed. Yeah. See what you imagine the ratings on that, Tom? Did you imagine the ratings? Could you imagine the ratings on that? The Minnesota the ratings, Timberwolves. Well, the ratings on the Lakers the the Atlanta Hawks. would be out of this world. <laughs> it would be like who wants to who wants to even play the regular season anymore? You, they they'd probably get beat out by by. Well, actually, baseball is not going to come back anytime well, soon. It, but both the odds are probably just as good that neither the Nets or the Lakers will make the playoffs. Yeah, because they'll the probably get beat out by golf and NASCAR. The they'll probably get beat out by golf and NASCAR if that's the, the case. The but... play-in does not qualify as being in the playoffs. I agree. All right, guys. All right, guys. But we're going to head on out. Uh, I do appreciate everyone for stopping by today, catching us wherever you get your podcast, but it's also as well on YouTube. Big shout out to our YouTube viewers. We've got a lot of great. People that are watching each and every time out. Got a lot of people answering the great comments. Much love to you on, on Facebook also as well. Thank you so much to all the new Facebook Laker groups I joined up with. We truly appreciate you being part of the Lakers Fast Break experience. If you have any questions for me at Lakers Fast Break or LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Also as well, check out Laker Tom's articles today. His latest one is how moving Russell Westbrook to the bench could help the Lakers win games. You can go ahead and check out that article today at Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversation and check out his and Jamie Sweet's Five Things articles today at Lakerholics.com. And, of course, Ox1947, it's Joe Sorrell. He's wreaking havoc during game time only at Lakersball.com. But once again, the Lakers without LeBron and without AD fall to the San Antonio Spurs 117-110. to we will be back after the Wednesday night game. It's going to start once again at 5 p.m. Pacific. The Lakers, are again, right now, still ninth place, only a game ahead of the New Orleans Pelicans. What will happen after Wednesday night? We'll talk about it right here on the Lakers basketball.